Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Illinois has its man at quarterback. Welcome into the Online Choir podcast. Jeremy Warner flying solo on this Saturday morning and uh, late Friday night. Illinois gets the positive news. The Brett signal is activated, as Joey Wagner likes to say. And you figured it could be some big transfer news because this is the biggest addition, the biggest uh, item on the checklist for Brett Bielma this offseason, and that is finding a starting quarterback. And it looks like Illinois has done that in landing Syracuse quarterback, Tommy DeVito. We reported last week that DeVito was on campus. He was at the basketball game, saw him there, and uh, he figured he has to be one of the top options for Illinois. So on this podcast, be a little shorter today since it's just me. Uh, we'll break down what DeVito brings, uh, what that means that he is here with Illinois, and uh, what it says about Illinois. You know uh, that that he is the guy and that he comes here so quickly. Just to give you a little bit of Tommy DeVito. Uh, Former four-star prospect. He's actually the highest-ranked recruit that Dino Babers has gotten at Syracuse. Now, Dino Babers had a 10-win season in 2018. Hasn't been so successful since then. I believe they're 5-21 and in the ACC since then. And one really good year from Tommy DeVito at Syracuse. In 2019, when Syracuse went 5-7, and DeVito threw for 2,360 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 5 interceptions. I went back and watched a lot of film of DeVito, and often he was having to throw the ball a lot because Syracuse's defense wasn't very good. Uh, Syracuse's pass protection wasn't very good in the games that I saw, but you can see why DeVito had such success. I mean, there's there's a lot of talent uh, in, in, in him. He's 6'2", 215, not as big as Brandon Peters, but a huge arm huge arm he can really really stretch the field and you know he can throw it 60 yards in the air Um, he really likes to throw the deep ball which is something Tony Peterson wants to do much better now you dive into some of these numbers with pro football focus and the accuracy with some of these deep balls isn't that great but watching some of the film there was a lot of times Syracuse's defense would give up 30 40 points in the first half at least in the games that I saw and he just had to air it out I mean he had to take chances so I, I don't want to dive into those numbers too much but when you look at the actual film, and I, I did a film review, if you want to check that out on the website, uh, last week, and I updated it so it's near the top of the site now. Uh, but, man, he just he can really throw it with good touch, give his receivers a chance to make these plays. And he had some good receivers, one of which Taj Harris, who was in the transfer portal and recently decommitted from Kentucky. So I think Odo would love if he gave Taj Harris a call. I don't know anything about that at this point, but it would be ideal if you can add a, a guy who can stretch the field, had 2,000 receiving yards at Syracuse, and was Tommy DeVito's favorite target. Uh, but his, his sophomore year – 
his redshirt sophomore year at Syracuse. Um, he redshirted 2017, 2018, played a little bit, four touchdowns, three interceptions, you know, obviously getting his feet wet. Uh, and then 2019 had a really great statistical year. Now, Syracuse went five and seven that year. You know, they were their defense wasn't very good, as I said. But you're thinking, man, Tommy DeVito could be really, really good. Uh, and then the COVID year, 2020, had several injuries, including uh, he had some injuries in the 2019 season that he played through, but 2020 had a leg injury that kept him out for most of the season. But in the time he played, only completed 50% of his passes, 6.2 yards per attempt, four touchdowns to two interceptions. And then this year, uh, started the season as a starter, Completed 62% of his passes, 7.5 yards per attempt. Not too bad, uh, but only one touchdown to two interceptions in that. And then Syracuse and Dino Babers, who had added a transfer quarterback. So they clearly didn't believe fully in Tommy DeVito, but they added Garrett Schrader, a kid from Mississippi State who's more of a run-first quarterback, and they decided to change up their system. I, I haven't been able to see exactly why they wanted to do that, but they wanted to run the ball more. I'm, I'm guessing it's in part to, to maybe go away from the high-octane, high-tempo offense that Dino Babers still runs uh, and, and maybe control the ball a little bit more because their defense was just giving up so many points over these years. Uh, but Garrett Schrader was, was a really good runner for Syracuse this year. He wasn't any better as a passer than Tommy DeVito, that's for sure. But he was able to have success on the ground. And Syracuse went 5-7 and seven again. And it does seem like Tommy DeVito and Dino Babers you know, had a pretty amicable exit uh, there, understanding that Tommy, in his last season of eligibility, uh, wants a better spot. So now he finds it at Illinois. I do think this marriage makes a lot of sense for both sides. Uh, Tommy's looking for a Power 5 opportunity. Illinois has a Power 5 opportunity. Uh, and for him, I think this offense under Tony Peterson can make some more sense for him. Um, you know, maybe having a better run game, though Syracuse had a pretty good running back the last couple of years. Um, maybe having a better run game and maybe a slower tempo um, can can help him a, a little bit. And that's going to be the interesting thing for me to watch is. The last two years, Tommy DeVito hasn't had a ton of success, but he had successes in 2019. Um, what does a new scheme, what does a new coaching staff, what can Tony Peterson get out of him in a year? And for Tony Peterson, I think he's probably excited about the talent that is here with Tommy DeVito. Um, you know, he doesn't come with these ridiculous numbers, but he does come with 3,800 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's more than Brandon Peters had when he came here, right, at Illinois. And obviously Brandon Peters, the last two years especially, was not consistently effective. But there were four games at the end of the season where Brandon played, Peters played good ball, right? And you can include the, the the end of the Penn State game in there if you want. But the last four games Illinois got out of Brandon Peters is the type of quarterback play they want. If they can get that consistently out of Tommy DeVito, man, you feel like you have – uh, a good chance like you're going to upgrade the quarterback position because the quarterback position through eight games was just pretty much atrocious for Illinois. Art Sikowski had a good game against Nebraska when he came in relief but the seven games after that was just not good enough. So if you can just elevate that play I mean Brandon Peters' last four games of the season had a pass efficiency rating of 146. That's that's best quarterback in the Big Ten West if that's over an entire season but you're not even asking I don't think Tommy DeVito to do that. If you can get 130 to 135 pass efficiency rating 
Illinois hasn't had that guys in a long time. I think Nathan Shieldhouse. Like, Riley O'Toole had a good end of a season. Wes Lunt had some decent years, uh, decent stretches at Illinois. But they just haven't had that kind of efficient quarterback play. You know, good good accuracy. Uh, you know, make some big plays. And just not turning the ball over that often in, in a really, really long time. I also think this does make some sense for Illinois. I, I know some people wanted a multi-year option. That would have been ideal. Some people would have liked maybe somebody who doesn't have as many flaws. Sure, that that would have been ideal. Were you getting Spencer Rattler? No. W- were you getting Max Johnson? No, probably not. Right? Were, were you getting Miles Brennan, Chuba Purdy, Michael Penix? You know, some of the top names in the market? No, because there's a lot of Power 5 schools that have had more successful quarterbacks that weren't the 117th ranked scoring offense in the country that weren't you know one of the worst passing offenses in the country that need quarterbacks so those guys are going to look towards there you know Jack Palmer was a name I thought would make a lot of sense but I also think Jack Palmer from Purdue with a couple years of eligibility I don't know if he ends up at another power five school but I do think he's going to have a lot of good options um so to get Tommy DeVito on board now especially I, I, I really emphasize now was important for Illinois. So I wrote this morning about what it means. This You might see this. You might see this as a C-plus or B-minus edition. And if you're disappointed in that, under, I, I can kind of get it. But is Illinois in position to pass up a C-plus, B-minus option? And I think DeVito could be better than that. Maybe he won't be that. But if you get a C-plus to B-minus Big Ten quarterback, that's a huge improvement over what Illinois has had. So that bird in the hand, I think it would be really tough for Illinois to pass up. And I think the fact that they got Tommy DeVito here on campus uh, in December, right, the first weekend of December, and that they wanted to take him right away, I think that tells you what they think about Tommy DeVito. I think it tells you what they think about the other options that they thought were gettable for them. I think it also tells you about the urgency they have getting somebody in right away and having an entire spring ball with him especially someone that's talented like DeVito. I mean, there are really good traits here. I've mentioned his arm. I've mentioned his experience, which they think is really important. I think he's got some confidence and some swagger to him. Uh, But also he's got some running ability. He's a really good athlete. Um, You know, he's not going to run the ball like Schrader did, but I think he's a better runner than we saw from Brandon Peters. And Brandon Peters could really, you know, move the chains at times. So I I think DeVito can add that. I do think the injury history is a little bothersome. And whenever a guy gets replaced as a quarterback, there's some issues there, right? Like there's some concerns there, but he's certainly an upgrade over what they have currently in the room. And with Art Sikowski out for spring ball, you need a quarterback. You you want to give those reps, those really important reps of 15 practices to somebody that's going to start for you. and Or at least – you hope is going to start for you. So Art Sikowski had a year in the system. Now, he didn't have spring ball. Brandon Peters, when he got here, didn't have spring ball to get him ready to be the starter. You have an entire year, eight months, to get Tommy DeVito up to speed because he graduates at Syracuse this month. He gets to campus in January, and he's the guy. He can get to know his coaches. He can get to know his scheme. He can get to know his teammates. And he has that entire year to get ready for his last year of eligibility eligibility here at Illinois so uh, I think it makes sense I I think it makes a lot of sense for Illinois to wrap this one up now and it's is it going to work out I have no idea Um, you want him to stay healthy that's the number one thing 
But I asked Tony Peterson back in last month, November, because it was clear Illinois needed right uh, a transfer quarterback. So I told him, I, I, I know you're probably going to be in the market for a transfer quarterback. Um, what are you looking for? What do you want in a transfer quarterback? He said, obviously, ideally, you don't want to go into the portal and have to rely on that for your quarterback every year. That's not where Illinois is, obviously, right now, right? But he said, if you're looking at transfers, you're looking at guys who can throw the ball accurately, have a natural arm talent, are confident, have played on an offense where they've actually been in and played quite a few games, and you can see how they function out there. Then you're looking at character, leadership, a winner, the guy you want leading your football team. There's a lot that goes into quarterback more than just throwing the football. You've got to put a lot of time into it to make sure you get the right guy. Tommy DeVito has been in the portal for a couple months now. So you can guarantee that Illinois has been doing a lot of research on him. And he does check off a lot of those things that he was saying. Experience, can throw the ball. He's confident. Um, at times, he's throwing the ball pretty dang accurately. Um, he's really good in, in underneath throws. You know, the longer throws, which are harder to complete, he had to throw a lot of those because they were trying to play catch up a lot. But uh, I can see why, why Tony Peterson would, would like Tommy DeVito and why he'd want to bring him in here. So the expectation, is it way higher than Brandon Peters for most people probably coming into this year? No, but I think Brandon Peters early in the season was pretty disappointing. And injuries obviously played a role in that. COVID in 2020 played a role in that. But if you can get more consistent quarterback play, I think that is is the key. And this is going to be really interesting to watch Tony Peterson, right? Uh, I know a lot of you understandably upset with the offense this year and finding a rhythm uh you know tony peterson i thought at times could have been better and, and he's said that uh, i think brandon peters and art Sikowski needed to be a lot better i think the pass protection once that got better the quarterback play got better uh they need to upgrade probably wide receiver at least one spot there right so um but you did see i thought some encouraging signs out of the offense the last four games especially tony uh, getting the offense going early and then once Brandon was able to complete some downfield throws, all of a sudden this offense looked a little better, right? It looked just way more competitive. It just didn't do it consistently. And that's, that's the next step. And, and, and for Tony Peterson, uh, Tommy DeVito is, is a huge task in front of him to see what can he get, what can he do with a full year of a quarterback, what can he accomplish with him. Because uh, Brandon Peters, obviously the injuries impacted that, but it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Right, and he had a full year with Brandon. Now we'll see if he can upgrade uh, with Tommy DeVito. But you had to get somebody in here with Art Sikowski out for spring ball. You had Ryan Johnson as as your number one option going into spring ball. Division two transfer walk on. Uh, behind him, Matt Robinson, who's going to be a fifth year junior. And obviously, Matt Robinson has had some moments where he's had to play, but the staff clearly doesn't think he's starter level territory. Uh, and then Samari Collier, I know a lot of people are excited about the arm talent. He's raw, right? You don't want to count on that. And then Donovan Leary, I'm excited to see. This is the first hand picked quarterback for Tony Peterson. And, you know, Donovan didn't have the greatest numbers in high school. Joey went out and saw him, said, you know, the talent around him wasn't the best. So how much do you put into that? But Illinois evaluated him, really liked him. He's the younger brother of Devin Leary. He's had a great career at NC State, had a great season this past year. So it's a great resource to have your brother uh, been going through all those things. But to expect him to come in and play, like, I don't expect any true freshman to come in and play, especially at Illinois. Um, 
you know, it usually doesn't work out that well. Juice Williams' freshman year didn't work out that well, but Illinois might as well throw him to the Wolves at that point. Uh, Nathan Chios had a redshirt year before his redshirt freshman year was really good, and it's, it's rare to have a redshirt freshman play that well. It's just a huge leap, huge leap. So to expect him to come in and play like that, listen, if you got a five-star kid – yeah, maybe you can expect him to come in and play right away. Uh, but even some of these four stars, look at Art Sikowski, look at Brandon Peters. Like they, they don't take over right away. Usually, you got to give them some time. So uh, this is a stopgap measure, but I think it's a solid one. I think it's a solid one. Uh, and I know Tom Fernelli usually is tweeting this out about coaching hires. Will it work out? I have no idea. I think Tommy DeVito is a solid addition for Illinois. I don't know if it'll work out, but he certainly has the tools Illinois wants. Uh, and certainly has the experience that Illinois needs at this position. So are you going to go into next year with Tommy DeVito and think, yep, Big Ten West Championship? No, because there's a lot of other work to do on this team, uh, especially on this offense. But you feel better with Tommy DeVito going into the year, right? Um, You feel better about Art Sikowski maybe getting healthy because he was obviously playing through a shoulder injury this year we didn't know about at the time. So him as your backup, I still feel solid about, right? Like I think he can give you a chance. And hopefully he can be better with a full healthy year and a full year behind him. And he just brings really good leadership traits. So I think Illinois feels pretty good about its top two options now. And I think Illinois was kind of realistic about what they could get in in the transfer portal at this point in time after the offensive year they had. And to get Tommy DeVito, a former four-star prospect, who two years ago Syracuse was probably elated about. And then injuries happened. And then they change their offense up a little bit and find maybe a better option that they wanted. Um, this transfer portal, man, some talented guys are in the portal. And if you find the right one, you find the right fit. Um, you can have a successful year. And we'll see if Tommy DeVito can bring that to Illinois. But now Illinois has got a lot more work to do, right? Like this is the, one of the last things I put in my, in my what it means is now you need to surround him with more talent. He was running for his life a lot of times that I saw at Syracuse. And that's because the offensive line wasn't very good. Well, Illinois' offensive line has huge question marks. So while you can dream of Taj Harris, the wide receiver, and sir, I'd take him. And, and wide receiver, yes, Illinois could use an upgrade. But I think offensive line's the far bigger need right now. I think that's got to be the far bigger priority right now because you got Julian Pearl probably at left tackle. And I think he's got an exciting future. He's pretty good present as well. But outside of him, who are you plugging into that starting lineup? You know, Josh Krutz and Zach Barlow played as true freshmen, got the red shirt still, and they saw some encouraging things, but you're plugging him in the lineup right away. Um, Zach Barlev, uh, I, I mentioned him already. Alex Pilstrom uh, has experience, serviceable. I think he'd be an okay starter for you. Uh, Jordan Slaughter, I, I've always been kind of high on, but last year misses the year with the ankle injury. I think he would have started some games last year if he was healthy, but he just hasn't played a lot of football, right? He's got one start in his career last year, 2020, against Penn State. That's all you got of him. And then a lot of redshirt freshmen and freshmen. Uh, Brett Bielema got into trouble with some of the comments he made about the offensive line recruiting before he got there, about not having guys in the two deep from the previous three recruited classes. That's showing up right now. And that's why they have to find at least two starters in the portal. Likely a tackle. They're looking at a lot of Ivy League people right now, which there's some good Ivy League guys in the portal right now. And then the interior. I think you need at least one interior starter. Heck, I would I would take three offensive linemen if they got enough scholarship spots for them. But I think you need at least two starters to come in and protect Tommy DeVito. 
Um, otherwise, you don't want this guy running for his life. He's got an injury history. Uh, things can go south right away if you don't have good protection there. And obviously, Illinois needs to move the ball running. So um, that'll be the next big important one. Tight ends one to watch. Josiah Myman from Iowa uh, you know, took a visit here a couple weeks ago, former highly rated three-star prospect from in-state, went to Dunlap, um, didn't play at Iowa very much, but was in there three deep. And obviously Iowa's got some good tight ends. And who's Daniel Barker of the draft? I think Daniel probably plans on staying in the NFL draft. And there's people that are really interested in him. So to add somebody like Myman, who's a little bit more athletic, pass catcher, to go along with Luke Ford, who's a devastating run blocker at times. He's improved the passing game, right? But I think you feel good about Luke Ford and, and Tip Ryman, what you saw from them. To add somebody a little bit different like Josiah Myman, who might add more in the pass game, I think would be a really, really good addition. And then defensively, probably got to find a starting cornerback. Uh, with Kalon Tolson kind of surprising us entering the draft. Do you, do you need to add an inside linebacker for depth? I feel good about C.J. Hart and Tariq Barnes as your starters, but all of a sudden depth might be an issue there. I think nose guard uh, might be the biggest need on, on defense. And Tara Edwards, uh, Northwestern defensive tackle, uh, could be visiting this weekend, and that would be a nice addition up there to, to help with Calvin Avery and Virtus Brown. And edge rusher, I, I think they have solid depth there. Um, you lose you lose Isaiah Gay and Owen Carney, though, and that's going to be really difficult to replace. But feel good about Seth Coleman if healthy. He's a really explosive player off the edge. You've already added Virginia Tech transfer Alec Bryan, who's got four years of eligibility remaining. Big, stout kid, really good athlete. I think Ezekiel Holmes played a lot uh, towards the end of the season especially. So you might be able to put him into the mix. DJ Johnson, a year of strength and conditioning. The staff recruited him out of high school last year. He played. He's going to be a sophomore this year, so he didn't even redshirt. Um, So I think they're excited about him. So if you can add somebody that's uh, an Antonio Doyle-like presence there, and Doyle could play inside or outside at linebacker, um, you know, them in Missouri seem up there, as I've said before, uh, you know, transfers it's always the academic stuff is always interesting to watch so um, with Doyle that'll be interesting but um, yeah you could use upgrades at all those spots but for me offensive line has got to be the next things you check off your box Um, you're right I mean you got to find a nose guard and offensive lineman those are my two biggest things that I think these next couple weeks you really want to get some people in for January wide receiver I think you can add somebody get a if you can upgrade talent you know, Tommy maybe can help you pitch to a wide receiver. Hey, look at this guy. Look at uh, Taj Harris, what he was able to do with him. Maybe you're able to add a wide receiver. And But if that's in June, that's fine. Uh, for me, offensive line, defensive line, I think those guys you want to add right now and over the next couple weeks. So it'll be interesting to watch. And uh, we'll cover it all at IlaniInquire.com. There's so much going on right now. you got early signing day. Uh, I just spent my Thursday and Friday typing up all my – signing day spotlights just breaking down these players what they bring to illinois i always have fun with kind of these Illini comps who they, who they remind me of uh in you know the past decade really uh, of illinois football so i've got all those ready we've got a ton of content ready for that and of course it is uh i'm recording this it's just before 9 a.m on Saturday, December 11th. So most of you guys getting ready for a huge basketball game at State Farm Center. We'll be covering the heck out of that as well as Illinois basketball tries to get a marquee win. And right now we got a great deal, 50% off a VIP membership 
to IlaniInquire.com, an annual VIP membership. So any new, and if you're a monthly user right now and you want to upgrade, get a get a nice discount for the next year and upgrade to annual, you can take advantage of that right now. So we got that deal going on through Wednesday. It's a savings of more than $60. So if you want to sign up for Illini Inquirer and haven't done so yet, highly encourage you uh, to do that right now. But thank you as always for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. Give us a follow, a rating, review, wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. And we will talk to you next time, which will probably be a few hours after the Illinois-Arizona game. We'll talk to you next time on the Online Choir Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.